You're listening to Hurricane Season, the podcast. Be aware and be hurricane prepared each and every morning throughout the season. And now, here's Mark Sutton with a look at the tropics. Good morning to you. It is Wednesday, June 9th, and here's what I'm taking a look at across the tropics as we start our day. Things are starting to look a little bit more interesting in respect to the eventual development, at least the possibility of development, of a low-pressure system, maybe a tropical depression, maybe a tropical storm, somewhere in the western Gulf of Mexico in about a week to 10 days. Now, that's a long time out that we're talking about. It certainly is beyond the scope of the National Hurricane Center's two-day outlook and their five-day outlook. So why would I be even mentioning it? Well, that's because we're starting to see much more in the way of what we call ensemble support. That is, these many different variations of the deterministic models with different variables input to give us different outputs, kind of a what-if scenario, and we're talking dozens of different outcomes that the general consensus is eventually we're going to see something try to develop and maybe end up somewhere in the western Gulf of Mexico, like I said, in about a week to 10 days. So this will certainly be something we want to watch, especially considering all of the heavy rainfall that has taken place in Texas and Louisiana already this summer, even a tropical depression or a, quote, weak tropical storm. And we're only talking about wind when we talk about strength here. Those can cause big problems with just the heavy rain alone. So this will be something we're going to want to watch closely. I do think that the National Hurricane Center area of interest that is currently over the Southwest Caribbean Sea will eventually shift more to the Northwest with time. It might even drop off for a couple of days and then we see it reemerge perhaps in the Bay of Campeche. That is the extreme Southern part of the Gulf of Mexico. But I do think that there is more than likely a good chance here that we'll see something develop eventually in the Western Gulf of Mexico and then where it ends up, how strong it might be, what kind of impacts it might have, well, we'll just worry about that later on, but I think that the models are pointing us in the right direction in the long term, and that's pretty remarkable that we can see that in the overall guidance. It's very fuzzy right now, don't get me wrong, there are no particulars that I can give you, but I think the consensus is starting to form that yes, we're going to see some kind of development uh, over the next week or 10 days or so. And really, that's about it in terms of what's going on in the tropics. We do see in the eastern Atlantic, the first of a fairly substantial Saharan air layer outbreak, and that is a very normal thing this time of year. You get this warm, mid-level area of air and particulate matter, uh, dust, and even locusts from Africa get swept up into that. We call this the Sal or the Saharan air layer it is a very normal thing to see this time of year, and as we move into the month of July, and even the first few weeks of August, these Saharan air outbreaks will happen. They come off, they move west across the tropics, depositing dust and other particulate matter uh, to the Windward Islands and as far west as Florida and maybe even Texas and parts of the southern United States. Remember the one we had in 2020? I think they termed it, they being sort of social media, I guess, it was like a Godzilla Saharan air layer or something. I don't know. All kinds of weird things happened last year. and We did have a super outbreak of this Saharan dust layer last year. So this is nothing out of the ordinary, but it does help to keep a lid. Quite literally, it creates a capping layer in the atmosphere on the tropics. So we usually don't see any development when we see these strong Saharan air intrusions out into the Atlantic. 
I will cover all of this and more in great detail in my Hurricane Outlook and Discussion video later this afternoon on my YouTube channel. I will take a look at these ensembles that I've been talking about, compare them with the deterministic runs, these operational runs of the various models, the Euro, the GFS, and so forth. And I will also take a look at some of the new guidance that has recently come out for the remainder of the hurricane season, especially the peak months of August, September, and October. Kind of a hint here that we might be heading back towards a more La Nina-type pattern and a more favorable Atlantic bolstering all of these forecasts of a very busy season ahead. They might have some merit. And again, I think it's remarkable that we are able to see this this far in advance at all. The science has certainly come a long way, and that is something to be applauded and not necessarily feared. You know, the more we know, the more we can see in advance, the better we can prepare ourselves, even if it's just mentally, that trouble may be ahead. What can we do about it? And that's what I'm here to help you get through. All right. As always, thanks for tuning in to Hurricane Season, the podcast. I am Mark Suddeth. It's great to have you listening each and every morning. I'll be back, like I said, this afternoon with the Hurricane Outlook and discussion on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash hurricane track. And then I'll talk to you right here on this podcast again tomorrow morning.